0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: Hey listeners, John here. First off, let me say Happy New Year. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. Due to some scheduling issues and some things that needed to be moved around, we wound up having a bit of a break here on Ladder Talk But we are back just in time to share some breaking news about a new partnership between our two guests for today's episode. First is Jens Grudno, the current CEO of Dovo, the German straight razor company that's been around for over 100 years. And second, we have wet shaving artisan Peter Trakalis, the owner and operator of Ariana and Evans. Learn more about what this team up has in store for the wet shaving world in just a little bit. But first, some housekeeping. I'd like to welcome aboard our newest patron, Daniel Frizzell. Thank you so much, Daniel, for your support of the show. If you have the means and would like more information on supporting Ladder Talk through our Patreon, head over to www.patreon.com slash ladder talk. Again, that link is www.patreon.com slash ladder talk. And now let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Lather Talk I'm your host John aka Lather Hog With me is my co-host Gerard Hey Gerard
2: Hello everybody
1: And we have two very special guests for today's episode uh, Surrounding a very special announcement Which we'll get to just in a little bit But first, uh, over in Germany We have the CEO of Dovo And that is Jens Grudno Jens, thank you so much for joining us today
3: yeah thank you for the invitation i'm very happy to to talk to you guys
1: and we're very happy to have you here and with us is a returning guest to lather talk uh he is the owner operator of ariana and evans the shaving shop and club shaving shop and the club and that is peter charcalis peter welcome back to the show
0: Ah, good to be back thank you hello everyone jens (laughs) good to see you good to see you again
1: Yeah, so we have two. Yeah, so we have two lovely guests with uh, an announcement. But before we get into that, you know, before we get into that special announcement, uh, let's just hear a little bit more about our guests today. So Jens, since it's your first time on the show, uh, (laughs) let's let's prioritize you. So uh, can you give us a little bit, uh, just a little bit of background of, of yourself, including you know how how did you become part of Dovo or vice versa?
3: Sure. So first of all, excuse if I say anything uh, that sounds a bit wrong in English, because my first language is not English. So I was born in Germany and uh, started out in, in finance, which was boring after a couple of years, <laughs> and decided to go to Berlin, where else, at least to the, to the German startup capital and worked in a couple of startups for large corporations like Rocket Internet and then went into the luxury watch space, also with a startup that is a buying and selling platform for watch dealers and private people. And then started three own businesses in different fields. One was luxury furniture, one was uh, importing stuff and selling it online, which was uh, harder than I thought (laughs) before starting it, just like Dovo basically. Um, And then started something in the medtech space Elderly care, did that for three and a half years, and after that, found out through a friend who worked for Dovo as an external consultant on online marketing and built their website, their webshop, and stuff like that, that his bills weren't paid. And uh, why? Because Dovo actually had to declare bankruptcy, unfortunately, last year, so in April last year, and he already talked to me about Dovo for the years before when he worked for Dovo as an external Consultant was a super fan. So his first knife was, uh, or first razor was from Dovo. He bought it at a, at a second-hand flea market. And we got to talk, talk, talk. And he basically said, hey, this is such a good brand. I really love it. Uh, it's a, such a shame that it's such a great product that um, isn't built that often anymore. And mm-hmm. it goes bankrupt and basically vanishes from the earth. And yeah, after talking for many, many, many hours, I think the first talk was eight hours. We couldn't wow. talk. It's changing thoughts. <laughs> And uh, yeah, then one came to another and eight months later, we, uh, no, not eight months, six months later, I took over the, the business with some other people also from the startup world. We said, look, how, how about we combine the the 115 year old skill set of the company and the people there with a mindset that is more open and hopefully um, more um more used to the current market situation, how sure. to approach clients and um, how to get feedback from clients, um, how to test products early that you don't throw stuff on the market that doesn't work and, and stuff like that, right? So all the design thinking stuff from Berlin startup, the bullshit bingo from the Berlin startup uh, scene, mm-hmm. combine those insights and, and ways of working with the very, very old tradition of basically working like 115 years ago of, of building straight raters. yeah. That's how, how I came to Dovo. So complete different topics in my in my life before and then yeah. got brainwashed by one friend, fortunately, <laughs> <laughs> looking into Dovo and got hooked so fast with the whole topic that it was, uh, I, I couldn't say no, it was mm-hmm. just too interesting, the people involved were too interesting and um, and just the the topic of taking a very blunt object of steel and making something where you can actually shave yourself—that's just the beauty in itself. It's just so so interesting. Um, and it it, it would just we we had to save it. The company, mm-hmm. there was no way way around it, basically. Yeah. Very very cool. That's the very short cool. version. Yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so, uh, and and just to, to get a timetable. Uh, so when you did take, take over, you said that was, um, or, or rather, the Dovo had declared bankruptcy back in April of 2020. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And then so within about six, well, I guess, six months or uh, six months from there, or maybe six months from when you're, uh, when your friend had spoken to you about the company is when, so he, when. he basically
3: talked to me a, a bit later. Yeah. His first invoices didn't get paid. And then right, right. we started talking to the, the attorneys that wanted to sell parts of the business or the whole business. And then we had a very intense phase of back and forth discussions of due diligence, looking into everything, Mm -hmm. talking to the people, uh, trying to figure out as me, as an outsider, uh, is the company something that the market and the clients and the fans and the super fans actually want? How strong is actually the brand still? And am I, as someone that is completely new in that area, at least in that business area, Mm able to turn around the business with a, with a strong team. And then it was five months later where we actually signed the contract was a couple of days before we took over Mm -hmm. very close. (laughs) And then (laughs) first, first of October of 2020, we, we took over the operational management of part of the business, unfortunately. Okay. So it was before three parts, it was shaving business, Mm -hmm. then um, scissors like for for nails and skin and hair and and beard mm-hmm. and um, nippers and stuff like that, so other pedicure manicure okay. tools those were very um in the red already for ten years before, and does the shaving business always saved the other parts of the business right without the shaving business, Dova wouldn't exist years before yeah Um. so for for us that we didn't really know the business inside out, we said, look it's too dangerous to go into bankruptcy again if we take over the whole thing and um, so we said okay we can focus on the shaving business uh, bring down the portfolio to the stuff that actually is wanted by the clients and then expand from there with different other products right for example with uh, I, I, in, in my opinion <laughs> because i tried many many of them uh, one of the best soaps in the in the market uh, from from scent from the feel from from everything i have very dry skin and uh, i tried a mm-hmm. and e and Basically, I think on the day I tried it, (laughs) either I wrote you or tried to call you. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So expand the portfolio basically from from something that we first brought down to the essentials. Okay. And then then we started uh, basically from the start, first focusing on operations, right? Streamlining the operations inside, looking at everything. Sure. Um, Because it is a 115-year-old company and many, many things were still done like 115 years ago, but many things were already, we, you had to change something, right? Some things should stay 150 in a year and um, old traditions, others not, right? Especially if you say, okay, I want to actually have a profitable business somehow. Um, yeah. So we first focused on operations, then started developing new products uh, right from the start almost. Many products got developed for too long, not just from internal side, but also from uh, partners, It's not the partner's fault, but it's just the, the raw material they had to get in order to give them to us, right? Sometimes instead of four weeks, now it takes 10 weeks, 12 weeks. So everything got pushed back a bit. So now we have a a huge load of new products coming in the first half of year of next year, which we wanted to launch already for Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. And one of that products is, um, is fortunately three soaps that, <laughs> that are going to come out <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. So uh, well uh, you know, since you brought it up, uh uh however you'd like to do it, uh we fast we fast forward to now after after you've uh taken on Dovo. Uh and so the special announcement which you've alluded alluded to <laughs> already. We can cut that out. <laughs> just get that out. Get out in front just of cut it. it out. We can uh, start over. It's uh, oh no, you're 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 fine. Uh but uh yeah, so as as Jens alluded to, uh he tried Peter's soap from Ariana Evans, fell in love with it reached out to we will circle back to on peter's end because i've heard a little bit about uh, about that communication but just um i think you know that's obviously telling on how quickly you reach out to him but uh, so uh three three soaps made in partnership dovo and ariana and evans and as a wet shaving hobbyist as someone who makes a podcast over what people just do normally and don't think about it after they're done with it after they shave for the day I'm very excited for um uh, and, and jen's mentioned it just like how long has dovo hunt, you know over 100 years been making straight razors you know just helping men's grooming and then peter a, a also a fellow enthusiast who who you know who wanted to make his own products and now it's you know part there, there's there's so much to this right like you get to partner with dovo uh, it's cool it's dovo modernizing and working with a um with an uh, you know shave soap artist artisan so very exciting news um yeah, let's go back to Yen's actually on this. So you tried, you know, you, you tried Peter soap, fell in love with it, reached out. So um, can, can you can you uh, elaborate a little bit more? So you you tried to, you you reach out to him, and was there some back and forth? Like how, like was there already just like the idea like let's do a soap together and and see if you're up for it? Like can you can you just describe a little bit about um, how the, the genesis of this of this kind of partnership started?
3: When I think Dovo had soap before, not that I think, but I know we had them in the portfolio and I tried them out and I didn't like them at all. Like my, my skin was dry, um, people were buying it somehow, but it wasn't at the top at all. Uh, so I went to, I think, three websites and bought all soaps that they actually had on offer. <laughs> and they had an A&E, no, actually three of them. I can't remember what the scents were. Um, one was Kaizen, one was, do you remember? Peter? was the
0: asian plum was asian plum yes yes correct correct yeah. yeah
3: and another and one I
0: that,
3: forget. yeah I, I tried three and many many other brands from the ones from the uk the bigger ones from artisan ones and they all had something where i said okay this is not perfect right just, i had in my mind a very very top notch the best soap ever and for myself i have dry skin i have um, rather thick hair but not too thick hair okay it has to feel perfect right even if it takes me longer to shave it shouldn't dry out the skin shouldn't dry out uh, the feeling should be as if there was an oil film on it the whole time even if you go on over it twice and stuff like that the scent should be perfect shouldn't be too pungent in the nose right if you use it and afterwards um, that if you want another cologne that it doesn't somehow um compete with it hmm hmm and the first one, I actually said, okay, this is actually perfect. That nothing has to be changed, right? With others, I always said, okay, th- this is plus, this is minus, mm-hmm. where there wasn't really anything where I would say, hey, this is something I would change. Was the the soaps from from Peter, and then I, I think I, I wrote you an email and said, hey, love your soap. We are currently <laughs> trying to get a partner for the soaps, and why don't we why don't we talk?
0: Yeah, yes, I remember <laughs> receiving it. And um, so I told John this. I I know I told you this, Jens. I um, I, I thought I was being trolled. <laughs> so I was going to ask the exact same thing. I'm like, have
2: you opened this in your spam folder? No.
0: So so I was on my way. Was I like on my way? I think I received it when I was just boarding the plane. I was going to Saint Martin, and um, so I figured I looked at it briefly, and I said, it's just a you know, a, I'm being trolled again. And then I, I opened it up while in. Uh, um, at the hotel, and I still thought it was a troll, so I didn't respond right away. And I looked up, I looked up Jen's, I looked up his name to see if he really was a CEO, and, and then I, I saw that you were. So then I, I did respond. I think the following day I responded, and um, but that's so that's pretty how pretty the communication, quick, yeah. yeah, that's how the communication um, started really. Yeah. But I, I but I had to do a Google search first uh cuz i didn't think it was real I, you know Do- dovo is going to contact i mean you know uh, small yeah. artisan yeah and um so i was really i was i, I was flattered i, I was shocked mm-hmm. uh and then that shock turned into i was just really really honored and flattered that um that yens would even know who we are you know what i mean so um that was really cool it still is it still is cool so um that's really how it how it began I remember uh, when we had our first conversations, you were telling me the story, how you were, you know, trying all the, all these soaps and you kept coming back to, 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 uh, A&E, which was really super cool. So, so we were deciding, I think originally we were just going to do one. soap. um, yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 But then it, it kind of turned into, so I gave him, Escalated so he gave me quickly. some ideas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he gave me some ideas on what mm-hmm. he wanted mm-hmm. and so, um, I created some, some stuff. I put some stuff together and I sent him samples. And, um, the first go, you know, kind of liked, but needed, I think you had said there's too much of an almond type scent on one or something like that. Too, too sweet. I don't
3: like sweet stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we made some adjustments and, um, he goes, (laughs) let's go with all three that he, he really liked all three. Wow. So, um, so yeah, so one soap turned into to three, um, and so this is the so I developed the new vegan base for 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 the this is how the vr vr one came about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a really really good um, vegan base. Um, I'm excited for for Young's to 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 really give it a go um, because it's every bit as good as well. I think it's actually. At this point better than kaizen and it's probably on par with with k2 or k2e so um and and that's the feedback that i've actually received
1: from mm-hmm.
0: from some folks so um two two of the soaps are going to be a uh, vegan and one is going to be in the k2 formulation Oh. So it's it's going to be um, I'm not going to go into too much detail on what the set notes are yet until okay. we make the official official announcement. but um, uh, one's going to be a, a leather scent, uh, the other's a, a barbershop. and one is going to be um, Jens fell in love with Kaizen and um, so we kind of re- so we kind of redesigned uh, Kaizen. So Ooh. it 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 still has that familiar familiarity, mm-hmm. but it's uh but it's different. So um mm-hmm. so uh so if someone already has Kaizen, they'll still maybe want this because it's different enough. Um so those those are the three. So the one that's tallow is the uh the leather uh scent.
3: Yeah, if it's and the the pa-
0: nice, yeah. Yeah, the packaging is oh, it's really, really great. Um Jen's did a great job with that. I think Jens, maybe you could talk about the packaging because it's, it's really unique, what you're doing, I think.
3: Yeah, when, when, when trying many, many soaps, so basically in my office, I had a huge, huge table and my, my colleagues went a bit nuts because when they came into the office, it smelled like soaps, right? The whole thing. <laughs> One is very, very sensitive when, with smells, right? She can smell oh. something a, a mile away. So she, she, she hated me for it, so I had to clean up pretty fast. But it, but I put it that okay on the left side it's the the really really good stuff right the the further left the better it is the further right is the 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 worse it is right in a combination of how it feels how it dries up the skin and how the shave is the post shave uh, yeah the the post shave and his were always completely on the left side right and the the first round that came like Peter said was okay I thought okay um, from from what you wrote the ingredients what they are from all the oils that are inside as had a super high expectation. And it was below the expectation. I'm like, ah, oh, shit! Did we, Did I do the right choice? And then the second round, I almost, I almost cried. I went completely nuts. I, I opened the first one. I think it was a leather one. I'm like, damn, this is insane! It's like you're actually biting into leather, but a good kind of leather, right? You actually want to bite inside of it, and it's, um, it's the most intense leather I've ever smelled of all the soaps I tried, and every other scent, right, from perfume and stuff like that. Um, there's nothing that, that comes close. It's so it was super, super exciting. Okay, going to be it. I opened the second one. And i like, okay, this also has to be it. Opened the third one. And then said, okay, we have to do all three. Wow. And then I think I directly wrote you or tried to call you because I said, okay, this is insane. Like from just one feedback loop to go way beyond expectations uh, makes me smile a lot, right? So I was yeah. very, very excited for a couple of days. And then said, okay, not just from how it feels and smells. It should be really, really special, or it is very, very special. But also, the, the packaging just has to reflect what is inside. And so we went and looked back and forth. Okay, we didn't want to go really for plastic. You want something that people don't throw away afterwards, that they can use again. So we went for handmade porcelain in or stoneware in from Portugal. Um, and went for our, for cork lid that is manufactured for us, and that's what we're actually waiting for at, at the moment. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So it is quite special. Right? You, you open it and it always seems like there's, there has to be something special in there, like a treasure or something, right? It, so it reflects what inside. So and I think it's, it's the whole experience, right? I know mm. most people ask me, okay, what can the, the price of the different components be? Basically said, okay, uh, you want something, for example, stoneware. And they said, okay, what's your max price? Because we have to go there. And I said, okay, do whatever you do the best. Tell me the price we let up the prices put on a margin and that's what we sell it for right instead of having going from this is the price you want to sell it for minus the margin and then we have to squeeze someone and um, or go or go for a number two or three of our priorities because uh, otherwise we we can't afford because the margin goes too small or something right mm-hmm. so i said okay look let's have the best soap the best packaging people actually want to keep and the the colleagues at the office at of dove they actually bought parts of the things for christmas presents so it's a good it's a good signal people look ahead and say okay how much can i pay? pay pay for just this even without the soap right yeah so that's i think is is a good statement of that we made mm-hmm. the right decision and for other products that we're developing at the moment i think it's, it's the same thing and the packaging which we which we're updating right it's always yeah. okay let's do the best thing and people will value it um, even if the price is is a bit higher than others but mm-hmm. I want it to last and especially make an impression One, even if you open it, not just if you, if you put it in your face.
0: Yeah, the jar is beautiful. Do you have a sample with you? Uh, unfortunately you, with you?
3: I'm, I'm not in Zuling, so I'm at my wife's house in a tiny town, so <laughs> I have nothing with me, unfortunately. Um,
1: I think Peter's going to go, like, so, uh, he, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that, oh, John,
2: that just in, in general, ooh, that
0: is nice oh, yeah, yeah. and then it's going to have it has a cork top. Uh, yeah. The, so, so this will have a cork top.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. I had to mold. Uh, so this was the uh, jar that he gave me as a sample. And the challenge for me was I had to create molds to uh, have these molded. I also had to make the soaps harder so they wouldn't, uh, so they weren't too soft. So you know how cropes mm. are softer soaps, they won't yeah. hold. Its, so I had to make harder soaps for this, for this project. Um, so, I had to create molds specific to this jar and we're, you know, ship them out that way. So, the, but the jar is absolutely gorgeous, isn't it?
1: Oh, are you able to tilt it to, uh, the contents towards us, toward the camera?
0: Yeah, well, I, I have soap. So oh, okay. Too. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but it's, it's really beautiful. And these are, uh, these are all handmade.
3: They're handmade in Portugal, yeah. And hand, um, so the finishing is handmade. You can also <laughs> see the slight differences in every bowl.
0: A, yeah I don't, if, I don't know if you i don't know if you can see it, yeah. Is it I can see the,
1: the glaze i can see a little
0: bit there's like a, yeah. like a
1: line but that'd be very yeah very sleek yeah,
0: it's really beautiful
1: yeah
0: yeah i'm using
3: them for yogurt now in, in our office so they're they're nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so okay so all right so Jens, thank you for sharing a little bit about kind of how uh, i think even how you decided to approach this you know this soap and kind of how it's priced out price margins and all that uh it's I think I wouldn't be wrong in saying this is a luxury product, you know, someone who's really, really enjoying their shaving and grooming experience. I'm wondering uh, as far as like the, tar- the target customer, though, uh, is it something like do you think it's like only for like the diehard wet shaving enthu- or shaving enthusiast, uh, the just uh, you know, average person on the street or no limits to, to, to either, you know, to, to either category?
3: So I'm, I'm not into the shaving business or, um, or hobby that long. And so if, if I'm excited, I think most people will excited, right? If, if I'm a super niche enthusiast of something, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that right? could be socks, could be knitting, could be, I don't know, um, glasses. Yeah. If I'm excited about it, then it doesn't mean that anyone else is excited. Just my niche, right? But it, I have the, the bit perspective from where I was one and a half, two years ago. Right, mm-hmm. with zero knowledge. And I have now the insights from also people, getting people into Dovo and showing them around, talking to them, people that have 300, 500 knives really collectors Ooh. that also have 300 uh, soaps sometimes. Yes, yep, yep. So if their feedback is perfect and the people that are not into interested in yet um, is, is great, then, then we have the right product, right? So mm-hmm. I don't target a very niche group or the whole market. It's just, okay, if I really love it yeah. so much compared to others, then it doesn't matter if you're an enthusiast or if you're if you just want to make a nice present to someone, if people will will love it.
0: Yeah. And I think um what what what's great with partnering with, with Jens is that um you know Dovo has this um this customer base, you know, this loyal customer base. And also they have these mm-hmm. um um retailers throughout the world. So it's a global company. Everyone knows who Dovo Mercur is, right? You go to a boutique store. So you go through a, a brick and mortar store. If you're going to, if you're going to see a razor, you're going to see a Mercur razor, right? Or if you're going to see a, 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 a razor, you're going to see a Dovo razor for sure. So um, a, a product like that going to be sitting on the shelf. People are going to look at it and they're going to, you know, they're going to want to open it up and smell it. And, uh, you know, so I, I think yes for the, uh, a hobbyist. You know, my customer base will be excited about it. But there is a a very very large customer base out there of wet shaving enthusiasts that are not necessarily hobbyists that are a part of you know Reddit or Facebook mm-hmm. or you know these other other social media groups. But they love wet shaving and they love nice things mm-hmm. and um, so. Maybe they don 't even know think of themselves as a hobbyist, but they just love wet shade so um you 're going to have the hobbyist market you 're going to have the uh the customers that Dovo has those loyal customers you 're going to have our customers so I think it 's open to really anyone who wants a really good product and beautiful packaging and um look bumble knows you 're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and
1: 6 1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: It'll be available, you know, throughout the world. So, um, anyway, that's, that's my take on. Uh, I I don't think we should pigeonhole any particular group of people. I think it's really anyone who wants a, a nice product and beautiful packaging. Not getting enough drama,
2: talking smack, or hooligan hijinks from your regular forums, social media, or Reddit? Well, the Lather Talk Discord is not for you. Sorry to disappoint. But if you're looking for a cool place to hang out with fellow traditional shaving degenerates come on down to the Lather Talk Discord. Share your shave of the days, mail calls, or talk about your favorite hardware or software and just about everything in between. Once again, that's Lather Talk Discord.
0: Check out the link below.
2: I, I, have, a, I have a question. I, and I don't, like, me, I mean, if if we're not ready to, like, reveal this, like, um, one, is it just going to be soaps or are there going to be any post-shave products? And... Yeah yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> so
0: matching splashes as well yeah.
2: fantastic and uh would it be too much to ask like what's the what's the price uh, retail price gonna be for for the products or are we not ready for that yet
3: not yet in january okay got it all right <laughs> <In> January. <laughs> it might be that the cost basis for some products um for example for the both changes because for the the reordering it might be, uh, the, the first thing is a test, which is still quite big, but it's still a test for us. Um, we still have to see for the bowl and the cork and other stuff, the prices increased quite a bit to see if, if the price we imagined is still doable or not. Right. So until we release, it might, it might slightly change still. So, yeah.
2: mm-hmm. Okay.
3: But it's going to be above the price point of, of other soaps. There, It's going to be at the, at, at the top end just from the products that just go inside from the packaging to everything else, right? Plastic is That's always understandable.
0: cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Also the the, the, um, the box packaging on the outside is gonna be more expensive than the, than the usual one. Yeah. We use different paper that is special because we have a designer in the, what do you call it, in, in the board that is very into the packaging um which we're doing at the moment repackaging there's no plastic it's very high-end paper uh, with stamps which slight, like real gold plating and stuff like that so even that uh, is going to be more, i haven't seen more this expensive. yet <laughs> nice <laughs> sounds, yeah my, my colleagues haven't seen it yet it's going to be also revealed for them uh, <laughs> uh,
1: Okay, and then just to just because I, I don't think we uh, put it out there officially yet, so keep your eyes out in January, uh, and, and be and we'll be sure to if we have a hard a hard release date or a week the week of, we'll be sure to share it with our listeners as well. But right now, at the time of recording, uh, we just we want to talk to Yen's and Peter as soon as possible, knowing that this is in the works. Very, I think sounds like very close to the end of the finish line, but some you know some last details are, aren't quite pinned down yet. Either way, though, just from both your descriptions, it's uh, very, very exciting. Very exciting that, that that this is coming to fruition.
3: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was very excited, and still, still, I'm still excited every time. Actually, I have the, the, the three uh, three cents behind mm-hmm. my desk in the office, and multiple times a day, I just go there and open them all three and just uh, start smiling. And, uh... <laughs>
1: that's that's how you know that you are like really into the shaving. Jam- yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. how you know. Just like walk by the bathroom, like oh, I, I gotta smell that again. <laughs> 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 we've we've all i think we've all had those, those moments so that's that's yeah it it's a special thing Jens <laughs> yep
2: you you're you're in the club now yes <laughs> <Finally>. <laughs> that's right. i would i would say, I, I would <laughs> say it's so. been long enough <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: uh just curious Jens so, so, so like as you're testing the soap like and i was just kind of going you know learning uh firsthand about dovo and the products produced do you, do you straight razor shave yourself or uh, do you use with a cartridge razor or uh, there's no judgment here uh, What GD razor do you use. Or- yeah but like, what's your what like what razor or razors do you tend to use when testing the products uh,
3: try to use everything just to to test stuff so double edge most of the time just because of time for for, for time reasons because mm-hmm. if i'm in zolling like i'm zolling from sunday to thursday sunday night go there it takes me six hours from munich and then Thursday night back. So I work in the in the train, and then once I'm there, it's five six hours of sleep, and the rest is really working on the business. And then I don't sleep that much. I say okay, double edged it's fine. Go fast, fast, fast. On the weekends, it's it's our own razors, uh, and and also trying different stuff out, right? It's okay. Um, we. The, the first thing I did was look in forums and see what people think of Dovo, right? If everyone thinks Dovo mm. is shit, there's no way we are going to take over the business and turn it around if everyone perceives it as, uh, as a bad company and bad product, right? Some were raving about it. <clears throat> Some were saying, okay, not sure why, but it doesn't shave and they make shitty razors, right? But if enough people were really super fans that I said, okay, it's worth it, right? Now we only have to prove that every razor that comes out is the best razor possible, right? They are all perfectly fine to sh- start shaving with. And um, so the, the, the first thing was to see, okay, how can we actually objectively measure how good something is? First, we start with razors, right? Not how to do it with soap yet. Uh, there, it's just a feeling. I, I shaved my legs, my arms, and everything <laughs> <just Yeah. laughs> to, while trying out the soaps. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is subjective, right? Every hair is different. Every hair is thick or thin or curly or something. Yeah. So there is. It's, it, it is always subjective, right? But still we want something that is, at least with the razors, as objective as we can go. Because if, if I send something out as a CEO, I, I'm in charge that the, the client is 100% happy. Same goes for soap, right? If I have a soap in my portfolio, it has to be the best, right? If someone sends it back, um, I really, really wanna know what's wrong with it, right? Is it that the scent is not fine, which is fine, right? Because that's also subjective but everything else should be the best out there. And for the razors, it's really hard to do. So in the beginning, we went out to companies that have machines to measure cutting knives for kitchen knives and stuff like that, right? How do you measure it? And most is with uh, optical um, processes, right? Mm-hmm. Where stuff gets sent in, um, different colors, it reflects. Depending on the reflection, you can see if there's, <clears throat> if the angle is perfect, um, if there's tiny cracks or something, that's fine, right? But the angle is different for cutting knives for kitchen, for example, right? yeah. or for tactical knives. Yeah. For straight razors, it's a different story. Um, the angle is different, and the optical processes for measuring the sharpness and the, the goodness of the blade don't really work. So we went to the companies that do it for other knives. They said, We can't do it, sorry. But still want to do it so we found an institute that developed a machine for us that can actually do it without destroying the knife right? because mm. optical things don't work you have to have something else mm-hmm. and for not measuring every product those things exist right you have a, a dean normed paper or paper layers you cut with the same force you see how how far it goes through you do that i don't know 500 times and see okay how much papers can it do after 500 times and stuff like that right yeah so they exist but then the razor is destroyed and if you really want to measure every single razor that goes out to be 100% sure that everything that comes out is 100% quality, assured, you have to figure out how to do it without destroying the razor, even if you measure it 50 times, which was really, really hard. So we found a substrate now that is super, is, is um, it's half automatic, so people still have to do something, and it's quite cost uh, intensive because it's time intensive. Um, but it's the first version of the product where we can actually measure the whole length of the razor and see the tiniest, tiniest crack that you see with the 500, um, what's the English word, 500 times.
2: Magnification.
3: Magnification, thank you for the words. <laughs> thank you for this. Um, and it's super, super interesting, right? Because if you tap the table just slightly like an ant almost with, with the feet, you can see it in the measurements. Um, so everything now that we send out is gonna be hundred percent measure and we can actually guarantee and even send them measuring curves, Hmm. every razor that goes out, right? We're going to have a serial number at the back. You can look at the serial number, you get a certificate, you get the measurements and especially get the measurement curve from, from back to front, which is quite exciting, which before it was just, okay, we say Mm -hmm. it was good. Others say it's bad, right? Cool. Please send it back. We look at it. We still think it's perfect, right? We do, we do tests. Um, Now we actually have something where we can say, okay, everything that goes out is the, is the best that can be. Okay.
0: And that's with every razor going out. Yes. That's pretty amazing.
3: We're starting with the super high end ones because it's still version one of the machine, meaning it takes lots of time. Mm-hmm. Um, from, the, from the massive razors that we manufacture, it's too time consuming at the, at the version one. So the high end razors are, and the limited editions are going to be and with the certificate. But throughout the year, next year, um, hopefully until mid next year, it's going to be every razor with the serial number, just with, like with the uh, luxury watches. Yeah. And with a certificate that actually shows the the measurements.
1: Mm. Wow. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that that machine did not exist. 100% not. No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The Institute said, okay, we're going to be, because they're specialized on measuring very sharp objects. And they said, look, we have machines here. We can adapt them and stuff like that. So it's going to be probably taking three to four months put in a contract at a price on there. It's a fixed price, not an hourly price. And he took them <laughs> 10 months later, <laughs> they, yeah. they delivered the product. Oh, he was such in such a big pain because it never worked. Right. Cause it's, it's super, super hard to actually measure a straight razor sharpness objectively. And there were so many co-founding factors and stuff like that. Now we have a perfectly replicable measuring curve. Um, you can make the slightest crack, right? You take a, a knife and make a very, very tiny dent to your nail, for example, and you mm. can see it quite extremely on the measurement curve, which is, which is very interesting. Wow. And it's especially interesting to measure yourself versus other manufacturers. <laughs> oh,
0: right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's really. True. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, and also do tests, right? If we say, okay, look, the, certain steps in the, in the manufacturing process um, for example, the, the last lady that does the, the complete sharpening, right? First, um, two a bit more coarse stones that are turning very fast, then the two water stones, um, then the leather with um, an oxide paste, and then the normal leather. If we alter one step of that process or any other process, right, we can take 10 knives A, 10 knives B, and then do A-B testing and see which measurements are better. So we can actually improve the process just because now we can actually measure, right? What can, what gets measured, we can actually change before that it was just, okay. We say, or or Dovo said, Hey, this is a good product. A client gets it says, ah, it's not good. Now we can actually really test and even increase the the quality even further, which is, which is very interesting. I think.
2: Mm.
1: That's, that's great. Well, I, I hope that machine, uh, Keith working <laughs> yes. or i mean so far so far so you have the patent on that machine <laughs> <dude>.
3: <laughs> yeah we have we have exclusivity yeah uh, there for, we go
2: oh, okay, okay. Yeah. nice <laughs> <laughs> so we got a little bit of kind of
1: like uh, a time to hear Yen's background. I, I don't want to shortchange Peter either. So uh, I know last time you were on the podcast, I, I want to say it was like last sum- last summer. Uh, so summer mm-hmm. 2020, if that's right. I know Jared wasn't uh, wasn't able to make it for that one. But I guess from that, or even if you just want to give an update, I know a lot of things have happened. Um, I forgot, like Peter, when did you go full-time into... You know, in- um, I, think I think so, I think you yes. then. <laughs> Was it like right? I, yeah, was it right around? Right there, around or? that
0: time, probably. Yeah. yeah. I so think you guys um, talked about it. Yeah, I think <laughs> uh, about <laughs> May box. of uh, May of 2020.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. So just after. May, yeah, i think it was May.
0: Yes. Was it May of 2020 that I went full? time? I think so.
1: I was hoping if you would I remember
0: <laughs> because yeah. I listened
1: to it right. Like I think uh, maybe
0: yeah. you
2: said that because of uh, of the pandemic.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah.
2: Got, it for it kind of forced you to you know to to go part-time because you had to leave your your previous
0: uh right, forced me to, full go, full-time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forced to go full-time. Yeah, forced you to go full-time. Yeah. Team. So, yeah, so it was in May. Okay. And um yeah, so I w- so we moved into this space. Yep. And now um I'm moving into Jen. Jens knows about this. I-, I I found a a foundry building which is twice the size. Oh, really? Um yeah, that I'll be moving into. Um going to be buying it so um so a lot's been a lot's been happening, so um thank god <laughs> so um yeah
3: that
0: so that was a scary time for me because you know i'm i'm fifty eight now so that was i was fifty seven and this the the pandemic that was like a, during its it, it probably didn't even peak yet in may of twenty twenty it wasn't at its peak, and um you know nobody nobody was working everyone was, you know in in their homes and um i didn't i had this this was supposed to be my little part-time gig you know we're we we were developing a name for ourselves but this wasn't this was meant to be my retirement job you know to put Mm. you know to pay pay the bills and you know put some pay for the groceries um this wasn't meant to be our our you know main job and but it turned out to be that and um you know even even through this pandemic we've been growing so um so that that's thank god for that and then of course you know the, this partnership with gens is just amazing for us it really is amazing and a, lo- a lot of good things have been happening i just started the the cobra spitbomb tattoo company mm-hmm. um and we've been we've been getting sales so that's uh i I think that's actually going to be I think we're gonna do really well with that business and it it just made sense for me uh to do it because i I have all the materials here uh to be able to make it so um why not? It's not like I have to invest a lot of money into uh, into starting this company I had to invest in in making the website and buying the tins and, and labels that's pretty much it mm. so um and just my time. Uh, developing this stuff. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at that whole, uh, the whole, the a and E. I'm looking to, I, I'm hoping down the line, because I'm going to hand this off to my, my daughter. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, the shaving shop will always be catering to the, the wet shaving market. That's the, our business, right? The A&E, will be um, a bit different. So I, I can see um, the wet shaving part of that business being maybe forty percent of the overall business in the coming years. Okay. So um, because of the uh, uh, spreading the tentacles out into different areas, you know, the candles, which I'm getting more into, and the skincare line, and you know, the spinoff of the Kerba Spit Bomb company. So. Uh, So a lot has happened over the the last, since the last time that we spoke.
2: It's a good time to be, uh, it's a good time to be into wet shaving, no matter where you're at, I guess.
0: (laughs) It's a, it's a great time to be in in wet shaving, I think. And, and that's why you're seeing, well, you're seeing also a lot of wet shaving companies, you know, people trying out, you know, making their own soaps, which is, you know, how we started. -hmm. So I think it's it's great for people to uh, to do that and to try their hand at it because it only improves. I I think it it gives more options. So choice, having a choice, is always the best, right? And it also um, by having more options, it makes everyone else better because you have it. Because if you just um, rest on your laurels, um, everyone will pass you by. So you, you can't just sit back, um, but you have to also be careful. And here's where I, I, I like to tinker and I like to develop. That's where, where my passion is. And so um, I I develop maybe too much. Um, so um, I'm, I've pretty much settled on my bases. And then for 2022, we're going to settle on one, one tallow base, one vegan base, and we're going to have the, um. The um, value line, which is the Pedro Fiasco line, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. So um, all these different bases—it's not something I had wanted to do, but um, but I did <laughs> because I, I I just love to develop and I challenged myself. So I'll continue doing that, but I think I'll be doing things like what we what I've done with with Yen's and um, uh, when I develop something new, it'll be more for white labeling for someone else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm, I'm going to settle settle on this for now. Uh, these are my my bases, and I'll, I'll announce what we're going to be doing uh, in the new year. But we're just going to have one tallow, one vegan, okay. and the value line.
1: Gotcha. Oh, and just in case those who aren't familiar, and it's also very new, the Cobra Spit Bomb. Uh, that is a bomb slash moisturizer for tattoos. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So uh, originally, I was just going to actually, I was just going to create a bomb. Uh, yeah. So it's a ta- tattoo aftercare. And, uh, it was just going to be a bomb, but it's turned out that I, I, it's, it's turned into a body or not a body butter, but, a um, um, a tattoo butter. Um, so I have, uh, it's three products. I have the, the wash. Um, so immediately, as soon as you get, I don't know if you have tattoos or not, but uh, after you get your tattoo, it's a bit sore and you know, you, you have to be really careful for the first few days or so. So you want to wash it with something that's, that's not only, um, uh, antimicrobial, antibiotic, but it's not going to dry it out. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to use regular soap. So, um, uh, this will moisturize it, but it also gives you the properties to, to protect it. So it's a wash. It's a very protective. And then I have step two, which is uh, a salve, uh, and it has tea tree oil in it. It also has emu it. It's and it is very moisturizing. You want to keep it protected. And then after that is the butter. And that just will maintain the tattoo for years to come. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it is cool.
3: Yeah, I think it's just going to be the start. Um, first, uh, six products, basically, starting in January. So the splash matching the soaps. And then we talked about other products already. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to finish them, hopefully, until mid-next year.
0: Uh, that's going to be really exciting. Uh, I'm excited. That's going to be super exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So we were tinkering around with uh, certain materials uh, in the in the wet shedding space and okay. want to have, have have the first product together with, with Peter in that area. Once we get the material, because it's also many months of, of waiting time. But oh. We figured out certain things that old razors had that new ones don't, but everyone thinks it's the same from the material. And we actually did an analysis of the different materials and found out, okay, it's actually a bit different what was used 60, 70, 80 years ago. Um, And we're we're relaunching something in that area with uh, an own design with with, with Peter together. It was super, super interesting. So it's also, it it feels different. And me as a a junior in this area, um, I I tried many old razors from us, new razors Mm -hmm. from us, from other companies. And from other small shops or one-person shops and the new material that we've been testing is quite interesting because we had only a handful of them that we made as a prototype and i thought okay it's it's not something that is used and people a good reason why it's not used but then we used it and it is pretty pretty amazing of of how it feels on the skin um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it next year but Mm-hmm. We're, we're We're waiting for our companies to to deliver us the material and then send stuff over. but working with Peter is very easy <laughs> almost too easy. <laughs> like I said, but the like was basically he, he sent three things over and we did another round and then we have the final product right normally that it's not that easy normally it's you tinker back and forth and mm-hmm. there's miscommunication because also there's a language barrier a bit and stuff like that. But it was really almost too easy, right? Now we have a product, right? It Was almost. I mean, you kind of you kind of started off work.
2: well already. So <laughs> I mean, since you already tried his products, you know, there was so much that you didn't have to discuss, you know, because you yeah. already you already had an idea of it. So I mean, it, yeah, like I said, it's it's pretty exciting for for twenty twenty two.
3: Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, just. Uh, yeah. From, from from the first talk with Peter, I, I uh, for me, it was clear that I think it's, uh, it's the right part because what he did in such a short time is insane. That's that's uh, warp speed. Um, <laughs> doing so many things at the same time is super hard because you always get distracted with other stuff, right? And running a business plus developing the product plus going to new product areas. With digital products, that's hard. With physical products that are also not just I built not not just right it's also hard right but if you build something together that's one thing if you have a chemical component and scent component and a subjective component and then different temperatures and you have to transport it through different temperatures and moisture levels and mm-hmm. it still has to be good and and and, and right, that's really 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 hard I think people sometimes um, that are not into the material too much that just consume a product and say okay it's good or nice but don't go into the detail underestimate how much work and skill actually goes into perfecting something like that. Mm. And for me, if I, if I look at all the products I tested, I, I learned to appreciate how much better for me, right? Everything's subjective. But for me, the products are that, that Peter, Peter developed. It's just, it, it's, it's a different you. league, I think. And doing many, many things at the same time, like moving, Moving his uh, his shop or manufacturing facility, I think what four times. <laughs> this <be> the <laughs> four,
1: <a>
2: year <laughs> fourth move. Yeah.
0: Each That's each sure. year I Addict,
2: love
1: moving this, moving large machinery, all, Peter, <laughs> all
2: over the you place. Have to, you have to stop making it look
0: look so easy. Yeah, <laughs> <You> have <laughs> to You're look, like look bad. Nah, <laughs> It's not easy. Please. It's not so easy. I mean, I, I'm like Jens. Yeah, I, I don't sleep. I mean, I'm just you know, I'm it's seven. It's a seven day a week, eighteen hour a day job. You know, yeah. ho- hopefully, at some point, it, you know, I won't have to work like this. Um, but w- when you have your own business, or if you're a CEO of a business, uh, especially, you know, Yen's, you took it over. It's, it's still, you know, you're still new at this, right? It's been a year, so um, you have to put, you have to put everything into it. You have to put your heart and soul and your sweat and your tears. Everything has to go into it, um, because if you don't do it, someone else will. So you have to. You have to kind of out hustle every you know yourself really and mm-hmm. it just work harder than you ever had in your life especially when it's your own business I mean I always worked it's just the way I was brought up I always worked hard but when, when it's something like this and it's your own it's your baby mm-hmm. and, and and if you fail not only do you fail but you know you, you have your house you have your family you have food you have you put on the table you have your you know your mortgage and your car payments and you know so everything is dependent on the success of the business so um that's a pretty good incentive i would say right
3: yeah yeah and if if you sleep there's 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 two things right i know my my sister has three kids Mm -hmm. and if she doesn't sleep like if she sleeps four to five hours or something because the kids are sick or something um it's easier to, to digest because it's because of your kids than if it's because of someone else forcing something on you, right? It's same with right, the business. Right. That, that that's yeah. your baby. If it's yeah, because that... of your baby, and you love what you're doing. I know it's super cliche, but the, the, the pain is not. Either you don't feel yeah. it at all, or it's a lot so easier to digest. It's bearable. excited. I don't drag myself out of my bed yeah I'm yeah, super yeah. excited and I, I don't want to go to bed right i work until two three in the morning sometimes because i don't want to go to bed it's too exciting yep. what i'm doing Be, I, I, because I it's not a job
0: it. it because it becomes a passion it's just it becomes yeah. just a part of you it's not a job yeah, yeah. so it's, it, it's the, the classic
2: phrase if you love what you do you'll never work another day in your life yep. yeah
0: that's so true yeah
3: that is very true and there's too many possibilities right it, it's a uh, Uh, And Peter shows, right, he he goes from I have a pan and uh, try to do my own soap, (laughs) my first one, Mm -hmm. to having a very large business, actually having to move because he outgrows the the current location in a very, very short time, right, for what he's doing. And also venturing into new areas like candles and stuff like that. Yeah, there everything is about sense, but still um, it's different, different skill sets you need. Also different skill sets for distribution, either B2C or B2B. Um, plus doing the creative work um it 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 keeps you up and you can't stop thinking about it and Mm -hmm. you don't want to stop thinking about it because it's just it's it's too much fun right and especially if you Mm. get feedback from from outside that that it's it's good what you're doing that motivates you even more and you sleep even less which is (laughs) could be a death spiral if you overdo it (laughs) right right? Right. for a couple of years (laughs) it's a hell of a ride and it's a really good ride it's super super fun The the, the area is super, super large, right? It's um, I have a list that is many, many pages long of of one-liners of what I actually want to bring to the market in the next couple of years. Mm. And there's there's patents that are 100 years old, 120 years old, sometimes 70 years old. That are you you can develop that product or rebuild that product, and they're super, super smart um and people don't even know them anymore there's a couple of products that i found in in secondhand online stores in in uh, ebay and stuff like that that i've never seen before no one writes about if you look at the name brand name or something you don't find them in, but there's a the patent behind it. and if you look at all shaving patents for example and you mm-hmm. go through them one by one because you can't sleep or something <laughs> you find gems in there <laughs> that are insane where you say, why is this not still on the market, right? And then, and for many things, there's a reason, right? Because it's just a crappy product and it seems good, in the, but then no one will buy it or use it or understands it yeah. or uses it wrong or it breaks fast. But some things in there are really gems and they're 100 years mm. old, sometimes 80 years old. And I want to revive those things, right? A, that's so
0: cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah it could have, it could have been the design was ahead of its time or they, or yeah. they had the best design but they had no idea how to market it. They're designers and they're just geeks, but they have no idea how to promote the product. So no one heard about it, right? Yeah. That's, That's cool. Yeah,
3: there, 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 there's a couple of things that during during wartime, you had. You still wanted to be shaved, right? You had to be shaved because um, if you have a gas mud or something, the gas slips if you don't have a very clean shave. Right? Mm. It's you not a nice to seal, topic, yeah. You have to have the but seal. you have to, seal. have to be sealed, right? Mm. Or if you're on a, on a ship or something, everything moves. And it was a time of also many people had straight razors. So how do you stop yourself from cutting yourself? Right. If stuff shakes and vibrates and you have to be super clean, you can't cut yourself because then if you're in the dirt or something, uh, you can, it, it can, can kill you right? Right. because you don't have antibiotics and stuff right. like that. So from very nichey things or from things in a different time that, that, that people needed during that time, um, they're actually pretty smart, right? Because it was about survival in that time. But after that time is gone, people forget about the whole thing, right? But if uh, you go back to the um, to 1910, to 1920, 30, 40, 50, there's some really brilliant stuff that people, I, I enjoy them and I'm a newbie in this space. Mm-hmm. I think many, many other people will enjoy that. So I think in the, in the next couple of years, we have uh, too many products, too little time <laughs> to do it. I think Peter is, uh, from, from the mindset, he's he's very similar, right? It's, too many ideas, too much fun to actually bring to market. So yeah, it's fun. <laughs>
2: mm. Yes, uh, I, I was trying to like look up stuff and I, this is maybe a question, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be, I think, you know, in the podcast, if we have to cut it, it's great. Just to clarify, um, uh, when you purchased Dovo, did that include Mercure as well? Because I, I, if I understood, like, was it a, a subsidiary or was that like also included? Or was You know, were they separate? I don't. I didn't know the the details of that.
3: Merkur is was not part of the insolvency mass. So right? does only double-edged razors. Yes. Um, Dovo does the straight razors and other stuff and uh, brushes and stuff like that. And now I going uh, expanding the portfolio, going into to other markets. But merco is a is a separate entity. They sit in the same location as us.
2: Yeah, but I just wanted to be sure that there was they were there was a, either a connection or no connection, you know. Just it's, a, it's, for, a, it's a
3: different for legal moments. entity and a different, different CEO. Yeah, the old CEO oh, of Dovo is the CEO of, of Merkur and we're the largest distributor for them because we have the client base, right, at Dovo. Of um, course. So we do sell to, B2, to our B2B clients. We sell both brands. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, okay. We are including other top brands in the near future where we already have the partnership set up of course um, not in the cosmetic space but in the in the hardware space which are super interesting also um there's one guy which is completely insane in a good way <laughs> um, if you tell him this cannot be done we haven't found anyone in zoling that can do it and zoling is full of small and bigger shops that does everything with metal everything mm. everything you can imagine right for i don't know how many years and if they tell you it can't be done, you believe them, okay, this can't be done right? in such a precision that you actually need it in different materials from uh, stainless steel and stuff like that. And I met with a guy and I said, okay, this can't be done was this conversation. And we were talking about two other products which we were putting to market with him next year. And one product I said, look, this, we haven't found anyone who can actually manufacture. He said, ah, I'll, I'll give it a try. <laughs> a couple of days later, he had the finished product, <laughs> sent pictures. <laughs> Like, how did he do it right? <laughs> in the country where he's from? There's two machines that can do what he actually, um, what is needed, right? And it doesn't exist in Germany. There's one, but he, it's, it's completely booked out for the next couple of years. I and mean, then he met, ma- he knows one of them pretty well. And he, he managed to actually build a product. That I actually want to, we want to bring out next you know, next year. So we, we want to work together with people that are uh, a bit obsessed, not just a bit, but completely obsessed with what they're doing. Mm-hmm and uh, are trying to find our, our tribe of, of equal-minded people together gather around each other and, uh, and bring out amazing products in collaboration. So
2: I think this is one of those cases where you have to, because if, if you're not obsessed with it, then you're just gonna be slowing everyone else down. Yeah.
3: yeah. And m- most companies, right, are, are bigger companies or something, they, they say, okay, this is, they say it's, it's not possible without, without even trying. Right, which I'm not the, if, if mm. someone tells me, no, this doesn't work. I will not sleep for a week <laughs> to prove it is possible. If it's not possible, it's fine. I can sleep. Right. Which is good. Now I know it doesn't work, but otherwise don't tell me something can't be done because everything can be done somehow. I believe. Right. Mm. And to, to find other people that say, okay, look that it's the, there's different mentality. It's, right? it's a, it's, a, it's yeah. the, is it the challenger mentality where you need to challenge want to completely accelerate and i'm somehow in that area with someone says look um, dovo isn't say um savable because of x then i'm interested <laughs> Someone it's <tells laughs> gotcha. gonna be super right. hard you're not yeah, from yeah. the industry i say okay it's on <laughs> now i really want to do this uh, and he he was the same guy he's okay uh, you give him problems and then he starts to really get at it and the, the, the products that are coming out the first pictures that we get and the first prototypes that we have they're insane. It's like a luxury watch almost from the, from the detail. Wow. Watchmakers work for him that, um, that do those products, that do the, 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 the finishings and the detail work. And I love that, right? Normally say, okay, it's a, it's a product that where other products, they exist for one, two euros from China or from India. And um, you can order right away from Alibaba and there's someone selling it for hundred, 200, 500, 700 times more. And people are willing to pay for it because it's such, it, it's art. It's not a product, mm. it's art. Mm. And many things are in the watch space that go in that direction, right? There's people that are completely freaks and that build extremely complicated watches and, as one person sometimes. And no one knows how they do it. And I, I, I love that. Passion for something for over decades. Very specific, very niche And where they can actually say, okay, in this part, I'm the best in the world at that. And I really mm-hmm. love that. And I want mm-hmm. to find people that we can actually work with on different topics, also for different, uh, the, the next chavette, which will also come next year with a very special material combination and very versatile. So barbers will want to use it. We actually developed it with, uh, with excellent barbers in, in Germany. Mm-hmm. But also the, the barbers are freaks of nature. They're insanely good at what they do. If you get your haircut and your beard trims, it's, uh, it's magic. Um, and I want I want to develop products with them, right? Together with them, and then a design. You're reminding
2: me; I need to make an appointment for, for my. Yeah. <laughs> so, you have to come to, uh, to, get, in to, to and- <laughs>
1: Yes, please, please fly, fly out to Munich and um, firsthand get a great, great firsthand experience.
3: By the way, everyone who is listening, in, I invite to actually visit our facilities. Um, I really enjoy Ooh. getting people an insight into how we're doing it, what we're doing it. Peter has to still come. You, yeah, I'm fl- I'm flying um,
0: out.
3: Um, it's super super interesting because the first time I actually went in there, I said, okay, I'm gonna get out of here and never come back because the the building we were in is 115 years old, mm-hmm. and so much stuff builds up and up and up. Right, it's like with a, an apartment where Messi lives. For me, it was just okay. I'm getting short breath. I have to get out of here. Right, and um, now it's a bit clean up and it actually makes sense and it's super super interesting right the the oldest machines are 115 years old and they still work they're more used than the newer machines and just getting from the process of the the raw material from the forge into something that um you can cut a hair lengthwise is super super interesting so everyone who wants to come please come I had many people already come and I, I i take the time I go there one or two hours and explain every minute detail i really enjoy it, especially enjoy the feedback of of everyone using our products so write me also if you like call me
2: uh, I just followed you on twitter by the way just like <laughs> <laughs> while, while while you're having our conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome, yeah, and thank you so much i mean i, I think- quite, it's you know it, it's not every day you you get to go and you know get a little bit bit of background history especially yeah, like you said it's over over a century old and uh just to have a first-hand look and just to see it just to see it like this is these are where the products are manufactured how it happens and all that so i would really, yeah thank you for inviting uh us and our listeners for, for that potential experience
2: the future is bright
3: yeah, I'm, the, the future is bright yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> and sharp
3: for all of us and sharp <laughs> sharper yeah. than ever objectively sharp not subjectively. subject right. all
1: right guys well i i think uh, we, we've been I, I know we've talked past the uh the hour that <laughs> we were aiming for um but really just really inspiring i think both of you do have a very similar mentality jens that you're looking for other you know um other people to partner with to to, to, to work with who have that similar kind of like won't say no, you know, you guys are problem solvers. Um, it's to, to say you're ambitious. Isn't quite the, the, the full, you know, it's, that's not quite the full picture. It's not just ambition, but I think there's real passion and enthusiasm there. So it's been such a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, if uh, the next project, when it's coming to roll out, please, we we are more than happy to have you guys back on. Uh, I, I know both of you, even just separately for Dovo and for Andy have, uh, yeah like well yen said he had, you have a whole notebook of just things you want to bring to market, so you know anytime um we we'd love to, we'd love to have you guys back on
3: great, thank you so much for the time and setting this up really interesting of of course, yeah, this was fun
1: yeah thank you guys so, thank you so much for for, yeah, uh, for for your time and good good luck as as this as the soaps are kind of coming to the end stages i know there's always with uh, the supply chain other, you know, other hiccups uh, we just wish that it, things go as smoothly as possible and we really look forward to the launch in january all right well thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of lather talk you can find links for dovo ariana and evans john and gerard in the show notes If you enjoyed this episode, you can help out the show by leaving a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We hope you'll join us next episode where we will finally be having the rescheduled Lather Talk Awards, where Gerard and I will share our favorite wet shaving gear from the previous year. Take care, and we hope to see you then.